This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus Referral Program. Send $10 to a friend and earn $10 for yourself at fullfocusplanner.com slash share the love. Sometimes you can't optimize all you want without a compromise. And in that case, you're really optimizing your rituals. <laughs> and then you might need to sing some opera. So then you're really optimizing. <laughs> maybe that's part of it. You want to love. Me, 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 me. Ready for a work day. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Blake Stratton and Marissa Hyatt. What's up, Marissa Hyatt in the house. Blake and Marissa. How's it going, you guys? Welcome back. Welcome to myself, I guess. (laughs) Yes, you're here. We're here. They're here. The listener is here. We're all here. Welcome everybody. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to welcome myself too. Thanks for being here. You know, Blake, you deserve it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm super excited to be back, guys. Excited to chat today. We are too. Today- we what will if this was the whole show where we just talk about? <laughs> we how just excited. said we are excited. We are We're just oh, so we are. excited. It's like it, we like start losing it. I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast listeners. Blake I'm just so excited. <laughs> Blake just threw a book on the ground in his office, and that's the show. Goodbye, everybody. That's Thanks it. for joining us. On <laughs> this is how I, to love Mondays again. Okay, I'm thrilled. <laughs> So, guys, today we're going to have a discussion surrounding rituals. This And this question is for either of you or the listener to ask to themselves as they're driving or as they're working out. But have you ever found that rituals that you've attempted to set just aren't working as well as you would want them to? Yes. Yes. I think we've all been there. I know um, certain rituals, specifically workday shutdown ritual and evening rituals, for whatever reason have been my most challenging rituals. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, this happens regularly. Rituals are not a set it and always forget it. I mean, the reason you want to be intentional with a ritual is because cognitively you can forget it. It can start happening automatically. But I was just having a conversation a couple nights ago with my wife about our evening ritual because, oh, hey, this isn't actually producing... (laughs) what we want. We feel rushed. We're going to bed late. We're waking up tired. This is, you know, let's, let's talk about this. Let's revisit this. So definitely rituals are something that are, they're always happening. It's just whether or not they're producing the results we want. Yeah. Or if you're being intentional about it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's funny because it's, you establish rituals because you realize there's an inherent need to place a certain activity or try to install a certain habit that you do find beneficial into a certain segment of your day. But it's just the maintaining and the the nurturing and the sustaining of those rituals to where it's almost like the first thing that comes to challenge that time is going to just throw you off into a spiral and it's it's hard to recover from there. So But we have some steps today that we want to talk about and present that are going to help you continue to push through as you look to optimize those rituals. Now, we're talking about optimizing rituals, but what does that actually mean? How do you optimize a ritual? How do you get past just jotting it down as a good idea or something that you think you should do to actually getting into the nitty gritty of optimizing a ritual? 
I think the first step is to recognize that you already have rituals. Marissa mentioned a workday shutdown and an evening ritual. And maybe you think, oh, well, you know, I've kind of tried to do the whole morning ritual thing, but I don't really have a, you know, workday shutdown ritual. And I would argue, yes, you do. Yeah. Uh, you probably just haven't thought about it. And you definitely have an evening ritual and you have a morning ritual. We operate the majority of our lives by habit. Our subconscious is driving that. So I think optimizing your ritual starts by recognizing there's something that's basically happening on autopilot already and just pausing and going, okay, what does that produce? You know, if I don't have an, a workday shutdown ritual, quote unquote, I probably do just start by looking at, well, what is happening at the end of your workday? You know, is it just, well, I'm checking email until my eyes cross and <laughs> I'm hungry. And then I close my laptop stressed out and tired and I eat a pizza. You know, like that's a work day. That's <laughs> a shutdown ritual that's accomplishing something. Verbs is no. laughing. Verbs, is this your ritual? Did I just list it verbatim? No, if, if you eat a whole pizza after work, you will definitely have a shutdown ritual occurring <laughs> soon after that. Definitely. More than just your work day. Yes. No doubt. <laughs> so today we're going to walk you through five steps to optimizing your rituals. Marissa, help us out with the first step here. Yeah. So the first step is to clarify your vision. So I think that this is so important because so many of us, like Blake was saying, we don't even think about what we're doing. We don't even think about how we want to feel in the morning, how we want to start our workday, how we want to finish our workday, and how we want to wind down at the end of the day, how we want to get ready for sleep kind of uh, rejuvenate. And so the first step is really to get clear on what your vision is. So I would recommend that you try to pick two or three words for each ritual. So maybe you want your morning ritual to make you feel energized um, or your evening ritual to feel rejuvenated or connected. Maybe you want to feel connected with your family or your spouse. Have you guys thought about any words to choose for your rituals and your vision for your rituals? I don't know that I've actually narrowed it down that well, but that's kind of inspiring. I maybe could zoom out and just say, you know, I talk, I use the example of, hey, if you're not consciously rituals, you're basically just living life on autopilot and getting a result. When you are intentional with your ritual and you set that intention, like Marissa said, to be, feel energized in the morning, you start moving your life in that direction. And the power of a dialed in ritual is is immense. It, it really is. I, one of the words, I guess I, if I had to choose one for my workday startup, it would be confident and Ooh, I like that. Uh, clear. So I want, mm -hmm. I want to feel clarity that what I'm doing today matters and, and I know what I have to do and I know what's coming and I want to feel really confident, really powerful, really, you know, I'm in sales and I know that my confidence creates safety for our prospective clients. So I really want to feel confident in when I when I'm just disheveled and kind of running late or I or I miss some of those action steps. I also tend to miss out on the vision of that. You know, I'm less clear. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants or I'm kind of feeling insecure because you know, I you know, went to the gym earlier and there was a really buff guy next to me and you know, I look, you know, it was Chris Hemsworth and he asked me to spot him and I was like, bro, I can't, I'm not that strong. And he's like, come on, man, you can do it. And I'm like, no, I can't, Chris Hemsworth. And then you cry in the locker room and you watch Thor instead of working out. 
Does that happen to you guys? Yes, uh, I did. That was- you guys can relate to that, right? Never, never seen Chris Hemsworth at the gym, but okay, maybe that was time, too specific. Next time, let me know when he's there because I'll definitely go. <laughs> Blake, you may have been working out in front of your television while watching Avengers, and that's yeah, yeah, that could, to- been, that could be <laughs> oh, me- messing up that memory. But I love that. So essentially, with this step, clarifying your vision, you want to clarify what is the end result that I'm looking for. What do I want to feel at the end of this ritual. And before we go any further, I think that most of our audience is probably familiar with what we refer to as the four kind of essential rituals of the day, but it might be helpful to clarify those Mm, for our audience. Yeah, Verbs, why don't you um, recite those from memory? So you would have your morning ritual. Uh, Essential number two would be your workday startup ritual. Essential number three would be your workday shutdown ritual. And then, of course, round off the evening with your evening ritual. Amazing. Amazing. Well done. All right. So step number one was clarify your vision. Let's move along to step number two, which is identify your essentials. So now that you know what your rituals or the rituals that you want to accomplish are, reflect on really what you're doing now. And Blake, I don't want which you mentioned earlier to be missed because chances are you're already doing something that is a part of your everyday routine that you can really pull those out and install those into a ritual, whether it's, you know, taking your shower, walking the dog, brushing teeth, making breakfast for yourself or your family or what have you. So there's things that already exist that you just would have to capture and continue to identify other essentials from there to really build these out. I think one of the the cool things that somebody once told me was your ritual, if boiled down, like you might have more parts to it, but if it's boiled mm-hmm. down to, you know, just a couple of things that you feel like you cannot get through your day without those few things, or you couldn't get through your ritual without, you know, these couple of steps, like you wouldn't consider your morning ritual complete unless you worked out and journaled or you uh, showered and made your smoothie or whatever it might be. Um, That's really what those essentials are and what you need to make sure are in those rituals. And I thought that was so helpful because I know personally, I feel like I, uh, a lot of times will have a lot of pressure for, uh, so, you know, adding so many different things in, you know, you, you hear all these great books or podcasts or whatever it might be. And you're like, man, that's a great idea. Oh, I need to implement that. Oh, I need to add that into my evening ritual. And before you know it, you have like a four hour, you know, evening ritual and who has the time to do that on any given Monday or Wednesday or Saturday, you know, most people don't. So I think asking that question of like, what's essential and what could you not kind of do without in your day? Hmm. That's, that's super helpful to me. Like I think of my workday startup, part of that is going through my email inbox and I, you know, I don't particularly love doing that. But when I've done it, I definitely have a lot more clarity going into my day, which is one of the things I want to feel. And also, like, I I may miss something really important that would affect the landscape of my day or, you know, have an impact on our our team in some way. So, yeah, identify those things logistically. And then, you know, don't lose sight of the stuff that goes back to your vision of, well, what, what would be essential for that feeling that I say that I want to have, you know, beyond just the survival of my day what's essential for feeling energized 
you know, I, I, I don't feel energized unless I step outside and get a breath of fresh air and walk around the block. You know, it doesn't have to be a big thing or time consuming, but start there with the kind of bare bones essentials. So question for you guys. Uh, my morning ritual is my favorite. And I'm curious to know what of the rituals is your favorite and what is at least one thing that's essential in that ritual for you? Good question. I would say for me, the evening ritual, you know, my my night is not complete or I've there's been times where I've actually gone to bed not doing this one thing and woken up or have gotten up and said, oh, snap, let me go back and make this right. And I always at night. All three of my children, I have a time with just, you know, I, I uh, put them in the bed, uh, we pray, and then I shut off the lights and then boom, that's when the night is done. They know the night is done when that happens. And so for me, that's kind of like the 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 end of a good, complete, full day is when I've been, I've been able to accomplish that part of our, our evening ritual. That's awesome. I think for me, my favorite ritual is the workday startup ritual. Usually I'm not, I don't feel fully awake and energized until around the time I start my work day. So like my morning ritual is like, I feel like I'm half asleep through most of it. It's, it's truly on autopilot. But the thing I do, the thing that I think is the X factor in my morning rich or my workday startup, I should say, is this kind of review that I do that connects me mentally and emotionally, like kind of creates a through line between my identity, like who who I'm, I am, and who I say I want to become, and my tasks for the day. That's essentially what it is for me. So I'll, I'll review, like, okay, who who's the, the person I want to become? What's my vision for you know my career? What what are my goals? What are my you know weekly objectives? Kind of th- like literally creating that through line. And I just kind of have a process where I, a, a review, and and by the end of that, I feel very connected to my work and very motivated because I can see that, you know, the, the dots connecting between the work that may intimidate me or, or did intimidate me when I sat down at my desk. Now I see is directly connected to my vision for my life and connecting those dots every morning is super powerful. Gosh, that's so good. I do something similar in my morning ritual. And I would say this is my essential for my morning ritual. Like I, I feel like if I do this one thing, I've done my morning ritual, which is I have a recording that I listen to every morning that I think I may have referenced in the last episode I was on with you guys, but it's, I think a seven and a half minute recording. And I go through basically my vision for kind of my life in the next year or two, um, all different like domains. And very similarly, I feel like if I'm connected to that, I can accomplish anything in the day. There's a lot of kind of affirmation type statements that are in that. So it pumps me up. I feel like ready to go. I feel confident, excited. And that's the last thing I do in my morning routine uh, before I actually start my workday startup. All right. So that was step number two, identify your essentials. Moving along to step number three, to weed out what's not working. I can share a little bit about this. So recently, well, I'm walking the line of becoming 45 years old. And so what was um, I felt at the beginning of the year was uh, stiff. 
And I didn't appreciate the stiffness because I was like, wait, if this is happening now, this is not good. I must do something about it. And so um, I uh, started looking for a workout routine. And then I tried that for about a week or two. And I realized, you know what? I actually don't like working out because I don't like doing the moves that's attached to it. Like, it's just not fun. I don't wake up excited to do it, even though I've deemed it as a necessity that I need to go out and move around and do something. And so I pretty much decided I wasn't going to work out. But at that same time, I found another uh, workout program that was an app. It's actually centered around more just movement and actually dancing. And I was like, wait, I can do that because it's fun. It's exciting. My, myself and my wife, we enjoy dancing and that sort of thing. So all of the movements are connected to a routine that you eventually get to, you know, on week two or week three. And so I ended up implementing that, but I had to it really had basically come down to the, the reality that, yeah, you're probably not working out because you just don't like working out. Well, I think this, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good lesson in general that, you know, goes beyond working out is that don't do something because you feel like you should do it. And or just because you feel like you should do it and also be willing to think outside the box. Like for you, Verbs, you know, you you felt like you wanted to do some kind of movement, some kind of exercise in your day. And rather than throwing it out and saying, well, that's just not for me, find something that you do love that is inside of that. And I think we all probably have this in one of these four rituals of something that we feel like we know would help us. We know it's beneficial and we just don't feel pulled to it. And the truth is, there's probably a way to think about that or a way to experience that in, a, in uh, some kind of a way that we haven't previously thought about, you know, that might be somewhat outside of the box. Yeah. And Verbs, I think it's so awesome and, and generous that you are going to start posting these dance workouts to the Full Focus YouTube <laughs> channel. Listen, yep. I've been, I'm on week five right now. So yes, please know it's coming. I'm, I'm going to do it on my birthday. I'm going to I'm going to string all the moves together and do the little routine. I'm going to post it just to say, hey, I've been doing something, y'all. So you heard it here first, folks. You <laughs> heard right. it here first. <laughs> Started out as a joke, then it got more real as we talked it, about it. It's now officially that. real. Yes, I love it. No, this is this is huge. I mean, what's not working? It could be a specific activity. It could also be timing. So I mentioned earlier in the episode my wife and I were talking through our evening ritual and, you know, I was like, okay, so we do this and we do this and this, and um, then, you know, we'll go to bed, you know? And my wife was like, uh, I'm kind of stressed out just listening to this. And I think we need to, uh, if we want to do all that, I like that. I love the intention. We got to move up the time for when we start that because we start all that at nine 30, start all that at nine. Like I'll, I don't want to like, all right, lights off, like get to bed. Like, I don't want to feel rushed. You know, that wasn't one of the words I wrote down on my vision, Blake. So let's change the timing. Uh, but it could also be an activity. Like I I did this, um, uh, I guess last time I did a, a real ritual review, I remember thinking through like, oh yeah, like what do I do to kind of unwind? Because I recognize I can go to bed and if you still, if you feel like you don't want to go to sleep, you know, you're like, oh, I just want to watch one more Netflix show. It's probably because your evening ritual isn't doing its job. Like if you're engaging in an unhealthy behavior, it's yeah. it's because there's a need that's not getting met. And I, I remember it was like, oh, I want to keep like w stay up or watch a show or like play, you know, NBA, an NBA game on my phone <laughs> for like another 30 minutes. Something's not happening. I'm not actually getting rest or rejuvenation. And so then I I went to the library 
It turns out they still exist, which is amazing. I don't say, know wait, how. What? <laughs> I literally went to the library and I got a bunch of biographies from like interesting people that I think are, you know, are fascinating. I just put a stack of them on my nightstand and I was like, well, I'm just going to pick up one of these and start reading. And I don't have to read more than three pages and I feel calmer. I start getting, you know, I, you know, an idea for something or an anecdote for something and it's fulfilling. And then I feel more tired and I actually want to go to sleep. So sometimes it's just a simple tweak where you recognize what's not working and then you either just cut it out like, hey, well, let's change the time. Let's just stop doing it. Or like verbs is done. You know, what's a different version of that that would actually do the job? I think, too, just as we're examining how we're thinking about rituals, I want to pose this question to you guys. When you think of rituals, is this something that you actually have to do the same thing every day or do you guys mix your ritual days up and kind of have a blend of different activities. Mm. Well, I uh, never knew that we were allowed to <laughs> change things up. <laughs> that's why I um, want to double check. It's to- yeah, I think that's kind of a, uh, poses an interesting question, which is, you know, having a little bit of flexibility to your routines. And for me, the one ritual uh, in all seriousness that does not change is my morning ritual. That is like my bread and butter it is, I have figured out the formula, yep. found the keys to the castle, and I'm not going to tweak it or do anything because it's working. Um, the rest of my rituals, I do switch up. And like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, that um, my workday shut down and my evening rituals, I, just to be transparent, am still struggling with those. I feel like I uh, am, like you were saying, Blake, you know, at the end of the night, I you know, it might not be another television show. It might be, I'm just still scrolling on Pinterest. I just bought a house. So I'm trying to look at all the new, you know, kitchen remodels and, you know, decor or whatever. Um, and so that's kind of been preventing me from doing those things that I know would help me to relax and rejuvenate. Um, and so I'm still figuring out what is not working and trying to figure out what I can replace that with. I think there's a little bit of give and take and Marissa's kind of describing this, which is one of the benefits of rituals is that it reduces your conscious decision maker. Uh, If every ritual you have requires decisions, it's actually not, I mean, it's not that it's not a ritual, I guess, but like you're losing some of the juice of even having one because the advantage is you can actually automate the process of getting yourself into a an ideal mental or emotional state you know without having the decision fatigue so like my morning ritual i like i said i do it kind of halfway asleep i end up at the gym and i'm still like how did i end up here like i'm here there's chris hemsworth my guy it was that Um, pizza from the night before yeah how did i end up here but i i what i've started to do is um recognize that you know my feelings are indicators. And if I feel agitated, if I feel stressed, if I feel not tired or not like ready to go to sleep or, or whatever, um, or if I end my workday and I feel like, like sometimes I'll do my workday shutdown, but my brain feels wired still. And in that instance, I will reference, um, you know, one of the activities that I've noted helps me calm down. So I don't always meditate before I go home. But if I still feel wired after I've done those activities and my feelings barometer still says, I can't stop thinking about that client or this project, 
then I'll reference something that says, okay, what, what's an activity or a process that helps me get to that feeling state? Sometimes for me, that's journaling. You know, I'll, I'll spend more time journaling through something or I've got certain questions I'll ask myself. Sometimes it's music. Like I've got, you know, to the left of me is a keyboard I keep in my office and I don't always play it, but if I feel like I can't unplug or something's not there. So yeah, I, I guess I would say keep track of stuff when you feel good, like reverse engineer, like why do I feel hopeful right now? Or why, you know, these are one of the feelings and tensions that I set for myself for a ritual. What's producing that feeling? And it's like, oh yeah, well I called a friend and I had some social connection. So maybe that needs to be part of the ritual or I, you know, played some music or I, whatever. Cause you, you may have to go outside the lines. I think sometimes to achieve what you want, at least that's been my experience. Well, and I feel like that's such a good tie-in to our fourth step, which is Mm. to add in what's missing. Mm -hmm. So you're going to identify, you know, what isn't working and then figure out, well, what am I missing in my ritual? And going back to and referencing that vision, those couple of words that maybe you set out at the beginning of kind of this journey of rituals, you know, what do you want to feel? What do you want to experience? And asking yourself when you're looking at what you're doing, what is not getting you to that end result? What is not helping you feel energized or connected or rejuvenated or confident, you know, whatever that those adjectives might be, and then determining what isn't in your ritual that would help you achieve that feeling. Yeah, I think this is um, something that you can experiment with, you know, treat it as an experiment. You may be like, well, Blake, that sounds great. I don't know what makes me feel whatever. Well, try stuff, you know, like verbs, I think had a great example. I'm going to try this app, try this new workout plan or, you know, listen to some of the suggestions that we've made, you know, um, just try stuff and treat it as an experiment and then just notate, okay, how, (laughs) how'd that go for me? You know, did that, how'd that make me feel? Did that move me a little bit closer? And if it didn't, no big deal, try something else. And just adding into as well is, you know, it's, it's important to not neglect the invitation to dream here on these things. So think about, you know, like Marissa said, think about your vision um, and how can you really create that experience that you're looking for. That's step number four, add in what's missing. Step number five is to go the extra mile. Yeah, this step is just about improvement or enhancement. And so, you know, maybe your ritual is working or you feel like it's working something you want to do periodically is just ask, well, how could I make this better? And when we say better, for me, what I think of is how can I enhance, you know, the the outcomes? You know, I feel even more confident. I feel even more rejuvenated, whatever those feelings are. Um, another way you could make it better is just in terms of process. Like how could I make it easier so that my consistency is higher? Uh, giving like an example for me is just, I feel like this is almost a cliche example, but like in my evening ritual, I was I realized, oh, I can save some time and just some subtle resistance to going to the gym in the morning when I'm still tired. If my shoes are out, my workout clothes are out, my bottle of water is already filled, everything's at the door, and I literally can sleepwalk to my car, basically, that just makes it that much easier. So how can I make it easier? How could I make the feeling better? Similarly, I uh, the recording that I was talking about that I listened to each morning Originally, I had that written out like it was a I printed that out and it was something that I read aloud every morning. 
obviously the resistance with that is a lot higher because I can't multitask. <laughs> and everybody knows in the morning, like your time is so, you know, usually limited. And so the great thing now is I ended up, one of my friends had told me that they had done this. I was like, this is brilliant. And so I just used the voice memo app on my phone or yeah, on my iPhone and put on some nice calming kind of uh, meditation music and in the background and just recorded myself reading that. And now when I play that, I can do my makeup. Um, you know, I can be getting my smoothie together or doing what else, whatever else I need to do um, while I listen to that. So that's another great way to enhance it. And I think one of the things that I wanted to just discuss as we kind of wrap up these five steps is Blake, I think you mentioned um, kind of a, a ritual review. And I think it's so important to do this regularly. And to me, the easiest time to do this is during our quarterly preview. And so as the quarter wraps up, you can kind of look back and we actually have this built into that process that you can look back and say, Hey, um, you know, are these rituals still working for me? Is this the best way that I can do uh, these rituals? Is there any way that I can go the extra mile and optimize this even further? Yeah, absolutely. Do it, do it at least once per quarter. I would add in and or when you have a season change. So that could be, yeah. honestly, you said, hey, I just bought a house. Have you moved in, by the way? No, two and a half weeks. So, but when you, but maybe when you move, like, okay, well, now I'm a different distance from where I'm going to, you know, I don't know if you'll just be working at home or whatever, but like that could, that could all of a sudden interrupt some of that flow of things. So maybe you're moving house. Uh, I remember uh, I had to review my rituals every week uh, about a year ago at this time uh, because, you know, the pandemic the world just happened <laughs> and, and it was just like, okay, so if there's a season change um, or, you know, just the turn of the quarter, definitely review them and, and go through an after action review essentially of, hey, what do I need to start, stop, improve upon in this process? So the good news is you don't have to blindly maintain rituals that aren't serving you. Optimize them instead by clarifying your vision, identifying your essentials, weeding out what's not working, adding in what's missing and going the extra mile. Blake, Marissa, any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners? I'm going to need you to send me your nutrition and exercise plan so I can look like you when I'm almost 45 years old, Verbs. That's what my biggest takeaway is. Actually, if you go to getbreakfit.com, there's an app. And if you enjoy moving, you enjoy dancing, you will definitely be pleased with this workout program. I love it. Well, I think this has been so great. My biggest takeaway, my final thought is just to keep trying, keep figuring out what is working and what's not working. Don't be afraid to think outside the box and switch it up. Uh, the more that you can experiment and figure out what's working, what's not working, just have fun with your rituals. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, don't do what just you think should be done, but do what actually works for you and what gets you to that end result that you're looking for. Yeah. And if you're not waking up at 4.30 a.m. to make it all happen, you're just not trying hard enough. That's what I'm <laughs> taking away. Go the extra mile. I'm just kidding. I'm JK, just kidding. you don't... I kid. I, I co-sign I co that, Marissa. That's that's huge to do, to do what works for you, not just what you think you should do. We're not here to ritual shame anybody, okay? <laughs> that is right. 
All right. So thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the Internet. So please share it with your friends. Remember, use the hashtag focus on this podcast and we'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus Referral Program. Send $10 to a friend and earn $10 for yourself at fullfocusplanner.com slash share the love.